Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Midwife Life. My name is Jasmine, I'm a registered midwife and today I'm going to be talking all things VBAC. So for those of you that are not sure, VBAC does stand for Vaginal Birth After Caesarean, which in this day and age I feel is something very important that we need to be educated on as midwives um, as it's something that we have to do and deal with more and more as the cesarean rates are rising. So, yeah, if it's something that you want to learn about, then continue listening after the intro. So I'm taking off the mum hat right now and putting on my midwife hat. We are talking all things VBAC. Now, I have been a little bit nervous to make this podcast just because it is something that is going to be quite close to home for me because I did have an emergency cesarean. So a VBAC is something that I'm going to have to tackle and hopefully have with my next baby. Um, I know that No matter what happens, it's all good. Just try your best. But it is something that has been on my mind since having my first child. I'm thinking, oh, next children, VBAC is definitely something that I would love to do or at least attempt. So researching it is something that I'm into at the moment. So I thought, why not share it with everyone? I think, too, talking to a lot of different mums, a lot of us have had emergency cesareans with our first children and we're put in a situation where if you want to have heaps of kids or like have that other possibility then you definitely are thinking yep I want to try for the VBAC so I think this podcast is important today just to talk about VBACs briefly I just want to say a little disclaimer that if you're in a situation where you're having a VBAC every case by case is so individual so I do recommend speaking to your midwife or your doctor that's looking after you because this is just very generalized what I'm saying today and um, you know different risks or different previous pregnancies um, can affect your VBAC so it can affect if it's safe for you or not so this is just general information please talk to your healthcare provider for a proper consult on what is best for you okay So without further ado, let's get into the information. So we've already touched on the fact that a vaginal birth after cesarean is what a VBAC is. Now, what are the pros to doing this? So for mums that want to have a few kids, definitely the pro is you can only have a certain amount of cesareans before it gets quite dangerous whereas with vaginal births you can have more without it getting as dangerous I guess Um, a cesarean is a major surgery so when you give it have a vaginal birth you have less recovery time so if you have a toddler which most of you are going to be having a toddler with your first child then being a bit more mobile with your newborn and the toddler makes life a lot easier at home Obviously, for the women that have had a cesarean, you do remember that recovery period, um, which does take, you know, a few weeks. So 
I guess people think, yep, I just want to have the vaginal birth to be able to walk around easier. Um, And to be honest, that is completely understandable. I also feel like another pro of having the vaginal birth, um, for me personally, and I'm sure other women will say this as well, it's, it's kind of like one of those things as a woman, you do want to experience having the vaginal birth. And that might just be me because I'm a midwife. I really want to know like what it's like to have the baby come out and lift it on my chest. Like I didn't get to experience that with my first. So that's something that would be really special um, if I could do that. Um, obviously having a cesarean, it's still a beautiful moment and I'm not taking away from that at all. But, you know, it's just something that I think as a woman we – kind of want to experience that if we'd had that cesarean first well that's me personally anyway but then I know on the other side there are many women that think no that's too much for me I've had a cesarean and I want to continue having my cesareans and to be honest I think either way you go just do what is right for you The cons to having a VBAC. So this is kind of the scary talk, um, but I think if you're going to have a VBAC, you don't go into it blindly. I think it's very important to know the statistics and the risks, and then you can make an educated decision on what you want to do. So if you go into labor spontaneously, you're doing it yourself, then the major risk is that there is a 1 in 200 risk of a uterine rupture. Um, so obviously where your scar is down the bottom there, um, you know, that's healed layer by layer, but with the pressure of the baby coming down out the birth canal, that can rupture. Um, so when you're in labor as a midwife, we do things to monitor this. So obviously we'll monitor your pain. If you're feeling like intense pain in that area, we would check that. We also monitor on the CTG machine. So that's monitoring the baby's heartbeat. Um, So if there's any abnormalities with that, that can show us that there could be a potential rupture happening, Um, bleeding, all that kind of stuff. So if you continue to have this rupture um, and, you know, it's not managed quickly, then for the mum there is a risk of blood loss, which can lead to a hysterectomy in worst-case scenario. And also losing all that blood um, can lead to brain damage in the baby and ultimately um, fetal death. So if you're having a VBAC, there is a 2 in 1,000 chance of this happening. And if you have a cesarean, then it's a 1 in 1,000 chance of this happening. And um, I've got that information from Ranscog 2022. I also wanted to mention too that if you're consultant or doctor allows you to have an induction of labor then the chance of having a uterine rupture increases quite a bit so if you're having the oxytocin drip then the risk of rupture is one in 100 Um, which I think is something important to know as well because when you're saying yes to that you are pretty much doubling your chance of having a uterine rupture so definitely consider that mama's With all that information, um, it's one of those things. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to give you the facts here. And I think that risk is something that everyone sees differently. So, for example, some women might hear these statistics and think, hey, the chance of rupturing is not that much. I'm going to give it a chance and try my best. And 
that's great. And then other people think, no, that's too scary for me. I'm going to avoid that and just opt for the elective cesarean. And my response to that is whatever way you go, you do you. Now moving on to the cesarean. Um, So having a cesarean, the pros of doing this would be that you get a scheduled date. It's very planned. And because it's not an emergency situation, you are more likely to have it run smoothly on the day. Generally, the elective cesareans as well will get a skin-to-skin midwife. So what that is, is a midwife that will have a list of all the cesareans that are on in the day, and they will follow the ladies through from the moment they go into the anesthetic bay. They'll be in there in the surgery, they follow them to recovery, and then to postnatal. Um, And the reason that we do this is so the mum gets skin-to-skin with the baby. Um, So that establishes bonding and also breastfeeding um, if that's how you choose to feed. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Most hospitals that I know of do do that, but definitely ask if your hospital does skin-to-skin or if they don't, if they're willing to provide it for you because then you're not separated with the baby and, yeah, it's great. So now we'll get into the cons of having a cesarean. Um, So obviously having a cesarean, it is a major operation. So there is going to be longer recovery with that, which I think is the main reason that women do want to have the vaginal birth is they don't want to have to go through that long recovery again with a young child running around as well as a newborn. Um, So yeah, longer recovery is a big one. Um, Another one is... You can, you're at high risk of getting blood clots, um, and that's due to your lack of mobility, which makes sense. Um, so as long as you're on top of it and you're trying to move around the best you can to circulate the blood, um, you should be okay. Also, a lot of people that have cesareans um, have medication to prevent that from happening, and they, you know, you wear those fancy stockings on your legs and stuff like that. So should be okay, but nevertheless, it still is a risk. Um, and then higher risk for having multiple cesareans is placenta previa and accreta. That covers a few pros and cons to having a VBAC versus having a cesarean. So I hope that information was helpful for you there. Um, I'm sure a lot of women want to know too, if I try for a VBAC, what is my chance that it's going to work? Um, well, look, I looked up a lot of information on this and I was, there's just so many statistics, so it can be very confusing as to what actually is the percentage rate of people succeeding with the VBACs. Um, for example, when I looked up what is the success rate of vaginal birth in Australia overall, um, it only said 12%. So that's, that's not very high. But then when I looked up World Health Organization, VBAC success, it said 60 to 80%. Um, I also found the statistics changed within the states and within different hospitals. So it's just one of those things. It's a, it, it honestly confused me a little bit as to what is the accurate thing, but let's just stick with the worldwide, which is 60 to 80%. And I feel like the World Health Organization is a very accurate source. So we're going to go with that. 60 to 80% success rate of a VBAC worldwide. Personally, when I'm in the situation where I'm going to go for a VBAC again, 
I think that I will ask the hospitals specifically what their success rate is and how well they promote having a VBAC and things like that. Um, Another thing that's very important is going to a place that support you and make you feel confident in your choices. So if you do want to have a VBAC, you want to make sure that you have a team that are behind you all the way um, because there's nothing worse than having people that are not looking out for you and on your side, I guess. Most midwives and doctors are very supportive of VBAC, so you shouldn't have too many issues as long as you know, you're being safe and are aware of the policies and just make the choices that are right for you. And that brings me to how do you decide what is best for you after you have an emergency cesarean or an elective cesarean for breach or whatever? You have a cesarean with your first child. How do you know if the VBAC is the best choice for you? And to that, I say, It is such a personal choice. I think either way you go, you're going to have a baby. So just do what's right for you. Uh, Most hospitals do have VBAC clinics. So when you go to clinic, just tell them that you want as much information as possible on VBACs. And normally they'll send you to like a clinic with a midwife that is specialized in VBACs. And they'll give you heaps of information just so you're 100% confident in your choice. Um, It's also important to have a consultation with a doctor, which I'm sure they will organize that for you. But just so you can talk to a doctor, talk to a midwife, get the good information and make the choice that is right for you. Another thing I wanted to mention as well, um, which I think is honestly one of the most important things, is just being mentally prepared for the VBAC. Like I feel that after having my cesarean, obviously having an emergency cesarean as well, may I add, you just feel so out of control and feel like you just don't expect that to ever happen, like in your wildest dreams really. Um, Which, wow, that sounds very drastic, but it's true. Like when you go into labor and it's going well and then you have an emergency it can just feel like your whole world is turned upside down and, um, yeah, you just don't really expect it. So I think personally this is something I'm going to have to do as well is knowing that going into labor, it's so unpredictable. I think having the VBAC um, is going to make me nervous because, you know, there's that rupture risk and you can say, oh, that would never happen to me. But then, you know, your first birth, you had an emergency cesarean. So definitely it could happen to you. That sounds very, you know, dramatic and maybe I'm just a bit of an anxious person, but it's very true. So I think going into it, you need to be very mentally strong and have a really good team around you that are going to make you feel safe and supported no matter what happens. You have to believe in yourself and be your own advocate and try your best to really have that feedback and, you know, trust your body. That is a big thing too. Um, I think we are in tune with our bodies. As women, we know if something's going well and we know if something's going wrong. So trust that intuition and just try your best and, you know, if you are in having a VBAC and then you feel like something's wrong and you want to stop and have your cesarean, then there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, 
you just have to do what feels right for you in the moment and don't put pressure on yourself. That's something that I think as well. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we all just want a healthy, safe experience for mums and babies. So whatever that means to you, go for it and um, yeah, good luck. If you're out there and you're about to have a vaginal birth after a cesarean, then good luck to you and I wish you the best. And yeah, feel free to DM me on Instagram and let me know how it goes and if you have any tips on how to mentally and physically prepare for the VBAC. Hope everyone is having a lovely day or night wherever you are and thank you so much for listening. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at midwifelife underscore podcast. And like I said, feel free to message me any ideas or things you want to know about, whether that's about being a mom or being a midwife or a bit of both. All right, a bada boom, a bada bing. The podcast is over. See you next time. Bye.